Mm. You're home. I had a great day today. How'd well, you guys' day go? Unfortunate. Uh, it was fine. Oh, really? Wow. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I wish nothing but ill will towards you always, Gomer. I mean, pretty I'm okay much, yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. That's our dynamic. You know this. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to post this. It's not posting. I'm just kidding. So what was your day good? Uh, it was just good, you know, help my neighbor. My neighbor's been in hospice for a while, mm. so I've been, like, helping out at his house and stuff like that. I don't know why this post isn't sharing. It's probably shared twice. Um, but his daughter, um, his daughters live, like, in another state, but one of his daughters is coming to see him, and hopefully he's getting out of hospice. Oh, bye, Dave. I'm sure he'll be back, guys. But one of his... uh daughters is coming to see him and hopefully get him out of hospice so we went over there and like cleaned up his house and stuff like that you know because you know people ain't nobody been there in a while you know um like we took all the shit out of his fridge that would have spoiled you know and stuff like that you know like weeks ago but i wanted to give it a good once over dust it up you know vacuum so because i mean they're gonna be traveling like 10 hours in total you know they don't want to Get, we wash the sheets, you know, we wash the bedding and stuff. You know what I mean? Just nice. Yeah, stuff. that's uncharacteristically well, kind of you. Yeah. Well, it's my wife mostly, but I helped. That explains it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. All the all the nice ideas, they, they come from her, not from me. But uh, yeah, welcome to the pre-show, everybody. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we're going to do in the show really easy on Mondays. We're talking about all the new comics coming out this week, and it is a plethora. I don't know. It, it's some good ones. There's some solid hits in there. I've already read one of them, and it's awesome. I may have read mm. more than one, but one of them I read like right before the show, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's gonna be awesome!" You might even be interested, Taylor. You know, just in picking it up. But Which one? We'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. Okay. Um, really, uh, yeah. hyping it up here. I am, dude. I'm just hyping that shit up. Uh, all right. Well, let's yeah, let's get into it. Let's do the damn thing. Dave probably only turns his computer on like. Mm-hmm. No. He, he comes around later. I mean, kind of. I mean, he's. He's an asshole to the end, but. I mean, yeah. Well, not like a malicious asshole, but yeah, he was an asshole. Well, I mean, he's not wrong. Like, he's yeah. not very good at Starfleeting, you know? Uh, greetings, geeks. Welcome back to another episode of this Geek Comics Hour Geeks Com with Shit Talk Show. Shit Talk Show. Over and Taylor. David should be here in a minute. He's I hope so. here first, you know, before Taylor got here. But, uh, yeah, you know, Shaw in, in Picard, um, I mean, he was kind of right. You know, like, well, he was without context. That was very important. Like, yeah, if you look sure, at all like sure. the shenanigans the Enterprise crew got up to over the years, I mean, yeah. if you didn't know, like, the circumstances around them being absolutely necessary, yeah, they feel kind of bad. Yeah. And, you know, he has like an axe to grind with Picard in particular, since, you know, Lacutus. Yeah, that's all. Wolf 359, okay. We've all been there, Cisco. Okay. That was Cisco's big beef, too. Yeah. Sorry, okay? I was kidnapped and, and manipulated by an alien, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. What a bunch of whiners. Mind. It wasn't even his fault. Yeah. yeah. 
It I'm sorry. Like, they picked. It's not his fault that they picked the best Starfleet captain. You know, make use of. Yeah. Right. It did feel uh, a lot more pointed when Cisco. You know, that first ep- the uh, the first episode of uh, Deep Space Nine emissary, dude. When he's in in Picard, in the he's not even in the ready room. They're in like the uh, uh, conference room. You know, off the bridge, and Cisco's just sitting there. You know, stone faced, not turning. You know, it's like we have met before in battle and it, it just hit a lot harder you know it what did, i mean yeah. then it then it would now because it's like come on cisco get over it bro he it wasn't his fault you know it wasn't his fault i mean it's one of those things where like i understand holding i understand like not immediately being like i'm so glad to see you but yeah, yeah i mean it this is was very shortly after yeah. that well yeah. sharp sharp still had those feelings shaw yeah that's what we were talking shaw. about that's what led to us talking sharp. about that yeah i'm sorry i i'm well, you, probably ain't seen it. you probably ain't watched it like five times like I have. I just remember the di- I just remember the scene in where they're having a meal and he was just like, Your father was your old man was there yeah. tearing up the Federation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um that's but that's more or less what we were referring to the whole time. Yeah, that's where he mm-hmm. talks about Picard just wrecking and or Lacutus, I guess I should say, wrecking yeah, everybody's yeah, shit. Lacutus, Lacutus. Uh, Andy's not joining us. He is, uh, he's busy. He's got so much cool shit going on. Um, mm. but anyway, we're talking about all the new books coming out this week, everyone. If you see a book and you want us to talk about it, there's a little bit of a delay. Call it out in the chat. I'll, you know, scroll back up and we'll talk about it. I don't know how much we'll have to say about it. But anyway, all these books are coming out July 19th, July 18th for some of the books. So, uh, we start off at Image Comics. Not sure how much longer we'll be starting with Image Comics. We're really not sure what Diamond is going to do in lieu of everybody, you know, moving away from them being their their main distributor. But uh, Arcade Kings continues that five issue run, which really seems more like a ten issue run, just sort of doubling up on all the issues. Well, it better be a lot of content. They're charging me eight bucks for it. Oh yeah, it's a, a, it's double sized issues. Um, but I just couldn't get into it. It's not a bad book. It's just you know, not for me. Uh, Dave, Battle Chasers number 11. How was Battle Chasers number 10 after, what, 30 years? It was 22 years. Okay. (laughs) The last issue of Battle Chasers came out in 2001. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I guess I was about to say, I don't think I remember this one, but I don't Uh, feel bad about not remembering it. Yeah, the the issue, the, the last issue came ended off with like this massive cliffhanger ending where it was like a fight was just starting to gear up. Uh, nice. The little girl. So they're uh, still Gertie, chasing battles. Name. Yeah, they're still chasing battles. <laughs> um, what is the story behind a two decade long delay here? Uh, I just sort of I stopped. think just like, I think the artist just kind of burned out. Okay. He, at, the, at, the, at the time, he was a very popular artist. He was Joey he Matt, was like right? McFarland, yeah, Joe Joe Morata. Uh, Matt he was Herrera, a very, but it, I, I, he just goes by Mad, Joe Mad. Mad. He goes by Mad. Joe Mad, I think. But, uh, yeah. he he was he was a very in like demand artist. Name. He had you know come hot off of Marvel Comics with like the X Men books. I mean, he was pretty big in uh, the Phalanx Covenant and um, yeah. He was a really popular artist. I mean, this is like Liefeld. You you have sold me on that idea. Continue the fucking yeah. story. But well, that's just, it, really. He just got burned out. 
okay. he just yeah. he just you know he started the book and then like after nine issues it just stopped and now and, now and he back. and but and he's back but you know he did other things i mean like he had like that i don't know 20 game. years yeah i'm sure he did yeah. other things he didn't but, just I mean, he was wander like, the earth you know he he's been like the whole time he's like david Um, carradine in kung fu i guess if it's his baby and he doesn't want to do it it's not going to get done but man you know what i don't know anything about this book but what a great feel-good story in a way you know like if you were a big fan of this back in the day and you're like oh well i guess it's never gonna get its conclusion the hell it's not here you go it gives me hope for half-life three moving on I don't want to go that far. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, big game number one. This is Mark Millar's big, huge Millarverse, you know, Endgame esque crossover where this is like Nemesis everything. and everything coming together. Yeah, everything is going to come together. Kick ass. Um, the, 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 it says it down here. Kingsman, Nemesis, all the asshole Avengers. Yeah, all those asshole Avengers from uh, what's that called? Uh, somebody's. Uh, what the hell was it called, dude? I don't know. They all gonna be there though. They all gonna be there. It looks really rad. One and half of those characters are busy trying to kill each other. We don't know the story. That's, That's the, why like, they're the, the asshole Avengers part. Yeah, he's kind of keeping it all under wraps about how everything must, or how everything is going to like come together. Um, I don't know. The last I mean, whatever. Book I mean, sort of leaned into it a little bit but i mean if you're a big fan of these characters i'm sure this will be a big fun yeah yeah uh huck was my favorite one i hope he shows up dude he was like the the innocent superman you know not very smart superman i don't know uh dead romans number five continues that penultimate uh issue there on that series great art in there i'm just not really a fan of of the story gunslinger spawn it's been a good book i mean the art's really good. I just yeah. I don't if like you like if, if you like historic, I know you like historical comics, but this is probably a little more really historical bad. than you really like because usually your historical comics are like Revolutionary War stuff. Yeah, I do like that. I just don't like this period dealt with. Yeah, I'm sorry. I keep scratching my eyes, man. I have terrible allergies right now. Well, right now um, everybody's scratching their eyes with all. Yeah, there's are not special, Gomer. I know I'm not special. My eyes. I've been squirting eye drops all day. Uh, I hate Fairyland continues that run. Uh, that it's that great. Momoko cover is great. Yeah, the Momoko cover for this is great. I'll show that off. Uh, it's just Gert doing her thing, but man, good on Momoko to branch out away from Marvel and do you know just have fun. Scratch and, your yeah, special cool. eyes. That is cool. Stop talking. If, if I don't talk about it, it feels better. Uh, King Spawn double dose of McFarlane this week. Uh, Love Sick gets uh, collected. That was a fun series, dude. About that is probably like, better. It's probably better to read it in a in a trade than it is to yeah, read it sure. in single issue format. Oh crap! Yeah, but it was a pretty good. A lot series. happens every issue. Series. Yeah, uh, Noctera's getting another one shot. They do these every once in a while, sort of between yep. arcs. Uh, yeah, um, solid book there. Radiant Black, more Massiverse stuff. New story. Radiant Black is just now hitting twenty five. I know it feels like it's been around forever. We, we see so many of the massive verse books coming out. I'm really shocked that we've only gotten to 25 on the original book here. Yeah, 
really good book there. Uh, a Righteous Thirst for Vengeance gets a deluxe edition hardcover. I suggest everybody fucking read this book. And if you can pick it up in this perfect hardcover for 40 bucks, oh my goodness. You will it's not regret a, it. Oh, it's such a damn it, good it book. It is also man. another book that probably reads a whole lot better. I liked reading it issue to issue. It had it some is, great cliffhangers, man. It, it did have some pretty good cliffhangers, and the art is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It's it is sequential art storytelling at its finest. Mm -hmm. It's so damn good. I, I want to go read it right now. I have it in issues. I want to go like pick it up and read it right now. Uh, new this week from Image Comics, Scrapper number one of six. Um, this is a game designer. He was a designer for Gears of War and Fortnite. The writer is Cliff Blazinski. Alex oh, DeCampi. Oh, Cliffy B. Yeah, Alex DeCampi yeah. is helping him out. Uh, makes his comics debut um, with Sa uh, Sandy Jarrell. Jarrell, I'm not sure. Juan Ferreira is doing a cool cover for it, but it's Blade Runner style action uh, mixed with big emotions as a stray dog named Scrapper and his buddy Tank. Fight for justice against the totalitarian forces of a post-apocalyptic dome city. What the fuck is that? That sounds so dope, man. That sounds very sound Cliffy like, B, but that man, that's a guy I hadn't thought about in a while. You yeah. know, like, uh, back when Gears of War was coming out, so I guess that was the 360 era of uh, video games. Yeah, that, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. God, that was a while ago now. But, know, um, we're like two generations past that now, I think. Yeah. But yeah, he was one of those like rock star game dev persona yeah. type guys. Yeah, he he was yeah. one of those guys that everybody knew. He yeah, was, you know, he'd also gay. he's also good at like putting himself out there at like E three and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Back when G four was a thing, I think he did a few stints on that. He he's yeah. he has Dude, a, a very Seth Mc um, Seth Green kind of vibe to him. Oh cool, just a nerd, just a, a roundabout nerd. I was yeah. thinking more like that console generations like John Romero and that like you know he's a oh, shameless self promoter. These kids you know? don't know who John Romero is. These kids don't know who you John Romero doom, is. You may doom you motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that book looks like a winner. I'm stoked. Yeah, that looks like a whole whole shit ton of fun. Uh, and the dog does not die. Okay, the dog makes it. Okay, thank God. Yeah, I know. Uh, Terror War number four, Salvin and Ahmed's uh, book about man. I keep wanting to say it's like almost like tulpas, like people make their own fears come to life, but that's not exactly what's happening. And David corrects me on it every time. Well, that's but basically not people's a... nightmares are like. Come I always to count life. on Dave to be fucking yeah. pedantic about that <laughs> I know. shit. Well, it, I know. well, it's I, I I don't necessarily think it's tulpas, but it is like you know fear are tulpas cryptids. Tulpas are not cryptids. Tulpas I hate are these questions. Man, I it's kind of it's fun so to like do like the like the taxonomy of these things. Is it you know? copy? Tulp is there something like a horror pasta? What, what is creepy pasta? Creepy pasta, no, right? Urban Tulp legends. They're all there's distinctions between all these things. Tulpas, so weird. Tulpas are human are con human concepts given form. They're not necessarily. But it has to be on a mass scale. It, yeah, they come it's into human, existence it's, because so many people so many people are thinking that. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this is kind of like manifestation that, but it's just one of person of a of like mass consciousness. Yeah. So theoretically, if like these mystical rules actually did apply, some cryptids could become tulpas. So I kind of had it backwards there. Something yeah. that might work. Yeah. Like if enough people believe in Mothman, you know, Mothman becomes real. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, time before time, which man, I fell off of this book like so many issues. Is this ago. thing is still going? still going. 
It's still going. I fell off so long. It's kind of like I dropped time off travel this book meets like, like about like nine issue yeah, nine. I dropped like, off this book. It's like time travel meets like mafia style style stuff. It's weird. Well, I mean, if it's Looper. in twenty five, I mean that's yeah, it's got an audience somewhere. Up yeah, there. definitely. Yeah, you know, for sure. Oh nah, man, Looper. I wish I liked that movie more than I did. Yeah, I didn't mind it, but yeah, it was fine. I liked it, but I think I people comic. like. What I think I went in like the people. I think people overhyped it a little bit for me because like people are like, oh man, the time travel makes sense, and it doesn't. The it time travel does sense. not make it fucking not sense. Make sense. Yeah, based on the, the comic, most unbelievable right? thing about that movie was Bruce Willis with hair. The thing yeah. that got me in the movie was like, they're all like, okay, so we don't know his name and we don't know his um, like face or anything, but we do know this specific hospital that he was born in. How the fuck do you know that? Yeah, right. The, the only thing, the only other word, dude, 12 Monkeys doesn't hold up either in terms of the time travel. No. no, it just but... doesn't. How do you? I didn't know go so into that with everyone like so much. I went into Looper and everyone's like, "Guys, they did it. They made it where the time travel holds up, and it doesn't." Mm. No one said that about Twelve Monkeys, so I didn't mind. You know, when I've gone back recently and watched Twelve Monkeys, and it's like, I don't know, it's still a great ending to that fucking movie. But still. oh, I love Twelve Monkeys. Oh, Bruce dude, Willis should stay away from time travel movies. Well, he's done with all the movies now, so. Uh, Void Rivals number two, Kirkman continuing the Energon universe. Uh, I've already gotten my hands on this. It's an okay issue. Uh, there definitely is a Transformers angle. I was about to ask if like we book. see another like Autobot show up in this one. I'll tell you, we actually do not see a Cybertronian. There is a deep cut G1 animated universe reveal at the end. And it works for the story, but it's just like, wow, really? Kirkman's really, you know, easing us into all that shit after just, you know, jet fire, you know? But, uh, yeah, whatever. Outside of the Transformers angle, like, it sounded like this was a pretty fun story in its own right, you know? It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, it felt kind of like Enemy Mine a little bit. Like they Oh, sure, sure. Oh, yeah, it's actually... nothing we haven't seen before. Oh, yeah, but, you yeah. know, it's yeah. all about the execution, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's a double dose of uh, Kirkman when we get a Walking Dead reprint. Uh, colorized, lots of variants for that as well, and a double uh, Mark Millar week because we're getting a Wanted number one. It's been twenty fucking years since the Wanted comic. Wow, Jesus, wow! I'm pretty sure I have that like in issues, just somewhere in my collection. You know, back in the in the closet somewhere. It's, I think it's been like fifteen since they made that Wanted movie, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. dude, that movie holds up. It really does. It, the, it go back and think of that cast. A lot of the members of that cast, like nobody knew who they really were. Yeah, I think inside. Angelina Jolie and uh, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman yeah, they were the dude. like they were like the we're putting their faces on it so people know who it is. But I'm blanking on the name right now. But Star Lord Professor... was in there. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Uh, he was the one that got uh, hit. Professor with the face X. With the young the... Professor X was in there. Yeah, I'm trying to think of young Professor X's name. I can't think of it right now. I feel yeah, bad. I don't remember either. He's a good actor, and I feel bad. Yeah, I can't remember good. right now. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a week from Image this week. Uh, moving on to Boom, where it's not so big. Uh, the Doom tie-in book hits issue number 7 out of 12. Power Rangers gets an $8 unlimited hyperforce. Um, uh, the ending shootout in Wanted was dope. Yeah, dude, there's some car chases in that movie. James and there's, like, McAvoy. multiple car chases. Thank you, that David. Are just that was killing me. I, I thought I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, oh, what did he say? What's his name? James McAvoy. Oh, that's right, James McAvoy. Uh, but yeah, the the ending shootout when he has the dump truck full of peanut butter bomb rats, dude. Come on, that's so rad, dude. So rad. Uh, so yeah, Power Rangers gets an eight dollar book. 
You're uh, asking a lot of questions over coffee, boy. <laughs> was that your Was that your Morgan Freeman? <laughs> yeah, I've heard like, worse. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. heard worse too. I mean, he's got a voice that is that's part of his thing. You know, you can't. Oh sure, sure, yeah. Voice. Like I remember there was a commercial I watched where someone was trying to imitate Morgan Freeman. It was just the worst fucking thing. Yeah, you could well, tell like, that's what they were trying to do. It was. It's yeah. like those so car neat. commercials. That have like the credit the, card commercial or debt. That relief. have like the Richard yeah. Dreyfus sounding guy. In yeah, them. that's yeah. actually Richard Dreyfus's brother. <laughs> that's awesome. That's like Tom oh, Hanks' I'm brother glad, did I'm glad all he found the work. Yeah. You know, Tom Hanks' brother did actually did all of the running scenes in Forrest Gump, or at least most of it. Yeah. Yeah, because they they couldn't really have it on the budget, so they're just like, "Oh fuck it, we'll do it, and then we'll pay for it later." You know, five Oscars later or something like that. They ended up paying for it but uh a lot of variant covers for issue 31 uh it's con week you know they want to make sure they have plenty of fodder to sell at the uh at yeah the but most of these variant covers are three of them are just you know variation of the same theme yeah but they're different colors yeah yeah, yeah. i'm telling you this is a hit this is a hot book man it this is a really hot book something is killing the children is pretty good slaughterhouse not as great yeah good, not, as but good. not as great yeah Oh, it's House of Slaughter, but yeah, not House, as good. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I'm thinking like Slaughterhouse 1313 yeah, Slaughterhouse or whatever. Five, yeah. uh, Buffy gets another issue at, at 16 because the shows don't necessarily have to stop for, for comic fans. Uh, and then finally, for 10 bucks, these are double-sized issues as well, though. Uh, Vicious Circle number two, Libra Mayho, uh, doing this art on this crazy-ass time travel story. There I mean, we go with that. another time travel story. This one's really good, though, dude. Look it at is that good. art. I mean, oh, the Libra Mayho art alone is quite the selling point. Oh, my goodness. And the stories, it works, you know? Uh, it was a little slow in the first issue, but oh, look at that dinosaur. Oh, my gosh, dude, what? It's gorgeous. I can't tell how many things. Yeah, I can look at the whole preview, but I won't. Uh, and then Wild's in number two. This is like kind of the... Anim anamorphic. I can never say that word, but anthropomorphic. Not, anthropomorphic. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, okay, moving on to DC. Not much from DC because they're still all up in this night terror stuff. Uh, oh. World's finest number seventeen. Lots of variants for that. Uh, White so they kind of turned World's Finest into like an imprint now because they did the Teen Titans book. It does kind of feel finest, that now. way. Yeah, yeah, it does kind of feel that way. Um, I don't know. We won't know until they're like completely 100% away from like the Bat Family. Teen Titans does feel a little bit more Bat Family heavy. Than Robin was our POV character for the yeah, most part. So, I yeah, I actually did read that. It was it was pretty good. And then um, I, I like a Green Lantern. Let's go back and retouch on Green Lantern. Because I think he was so forward thinking as a character back then that if we did it now, it would be even more, you know, more more chances to do exactly what these books are trying to do, you know, paint old stories with a new sort of a, a new a fresh coat of paint, kind of. Uh, so yeah, we get more White Knight. Uh, Blue Beetle number one gets a special edition. Uh, Harley Quinn, Black, White, and Redder number one. Uh, this is a sequel to a Black, White, and Red that they did. I don't know who stole from who here, Marvel or DC, with these Black, White, and Red books. Um, they stole from an old know. joke. Yeah, yeah, right. The nun in the blender or whatever. No, no, no. Oh, black and white <laughs> and red all over. <laughs> yeah. uh, Come on, girl. Girl. that's an old song. Hot girl number one. Uh, this makes sense. Um, 
Hawk Girl's a great character. You know, she deserves some attention. Dawn of DC has made a lot of room to shine light on these perhaps lesser known characters that are about to explode, you know, within the next two years. That so, Otto yeah, we'll see how this that goes. Otto Schmidt cover is pretty good. Yeah, let me find that, dude. Here it is. Yeah, they're definitely keen to get all the characters that are now going to be in the Superman movie. You know, probably want to have like trades ready for right. people to go get. Exactly. Yep, my thoughts exactly. So, yeah, there you go. I like that a lot. That Good great. call out, Dave. Yeah, that looks great. Looks awesome. Uh, so what else we got? Human Target finally gets the second volume collected. Um, here's your night terrors, y'all. Catwoman. Nightwing. Uh, I don't even think this is uh, Tom Taylor writing this Nightwing. Let me double check. Uh, yeah, it's nope. Becky Cloonan. Right Man, here. nothing against Becky yeah. Cloonan, but I don't know. I'm just, I, don't, I hate that we're getting away Nightwing from... Yeah, Nightwing's one of the best books they have going, and this is just some sort of sidetrack away from that. And it's kind of lame. Yeah, it really is. Um, punchline number one. I don't know why Night Terrors needs a punchline book. I don't know why punchlines even... I don't know why punchline need, yeah, needs any book. I mean... Yeah, I guess they're still uh, trying to push it. Like, yeah, Tiny and introduced like a billion characters in his run, and this was one of the more memorable ones, but I don't think one of the better ones. Yeah, I, I like the little kid that they had who's still kicking it around. Clown Hunter. In, uh, Clown Hunter's yeah. fine. Um, Hunter. Ghost Maker has a stupid name, but yeah, he's fine. He's kind of like Batman's Vegeta. That's work. a fine character, you know. Yeah, oh, dude, that's such a great way to put that <laughs> Batman's Vegeta. That's so awesome. Joshua Williamson, you know, writing a Superman Night Terrors tie-in. That might be worth getting, but uh, there's also a Night Terrors Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. Thank goodness. There's a lot of Night Terrors going on, and, man, I'm just not interested in any of it. Just none of it. Yeah, it's kind of lame that yeah. a bunch of books I was reading, you know, are just kind of yeah, you know, yeah. Eli on hiatus for a couple was, months. Uh, Eli in the chat. Clown Hunter, son, uh, until they heroed him up. Yeah, but you knew that was going to happen. They just can't keep him evil. If they want know? the character to be used a lot, they usually, like, iron out the edges, you know? They try to make yeah. them more, you know... It sucks. But, uh, some of it's practical, right? If he just kills people every issue, then, you know, there's not I would much sustainability there. Yeah, I would love that. It felt kind of like a Red Hood all over again, you know, kind of in a way. Mm. But, I don't know. Uh, Static Shadows of Dakota, number five of six. Uh, that's been solid. It's really hard to say anything more about, you know, the, the, the Dakotaverse until we get something else. Everything that they put out has been really good, really well yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, uh, from the chat, running late, but I made it. Oh, awesome, dude. We appreciate it. You didn't miss much. Honestly. You get a demerit. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you're tardy. You're tardy. Uh, Superboy Jeff has tomorrow. been a loyal <laughs> viewer. Really you don't has. say shit about Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, you're going to say shit. <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah, the Superboy book, we get another issue of that. Um, it's been okay. Uh, Tales of the Titans, number one, is their new uh, debut this week. And it's exactly what it sounds like. Every issue of this is going to be an, a tale of a member an individual member of the Titans who are the premier superhero team over at DC right now. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I've read this preview. It reads really well. I think it, it might end up being a, a really fun series for folks who are looking to 
get into the Titans. I don't know why you wouldn't be involved in the Titans already. They're dope. But Arc Germ gets a variant. Uh, Chris Samney gets a variant over there. Uh, Nicholas so Scott is doing the main cover. That's yeah, Nicholas cool. Scott's doing the main cover. Yeah. They don't even... Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. So nice, nice, nice. Uh, and then we get Vigil number three. There you go. That's all we got. This one has been my least favorite of the... Uh, the, milestone. the. I'm not even sure what the... Not Milestone. Like. Um... Dawn of DC things that they've been doing the last few months. Yeah. But this one also feels like it's like an Eastern sort of thing to it, like Spirit World, like City Boy. You know, there are. Oh, sure. Those are the three I'm talking about here. This one has probably been my least favorite of the three. Mm -hmm. Just because that first issue gave me, like, it basically gives you nothing on, like, our actual team, the vigil here. So it's not much of a hook, you know? Issue two did a little bit better on that, but it still sort of kept the mystery going. Uh, yeah, issue number three got to get his head out of his ass. It is Ram V, so it's got a good pedigree behind yeah. it. But yeah, yeah, he's know. definitely a good writer. Just yeah, missing it on this one. Yeah, he didn't hook me. Maybe that's a me thing and not a him thing. Oh sure, sure. That's very nice of you. I'm gonna blame him. Alien number four over at Marvel. We're moving on to the House of Ideas. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Kind of this alien, alien, this alien story has been pretty good. It's it's taking a, a different approach to it, where it's these people that have been living on this planet, mm. uh, this ice planet, and they've been doing research and stuff, and the company just comes in, buys up everything, and is like, you got to give us your research and everything. And they're fighting back against the company, oh, but there's cool. aliens in the ice, and they're starting oh. to thaw out. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, man. Well, they, what they're they're all about by now. There's on it in this fucking universe. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, all the planets have xenomorphs on them. Even Earth had them on there. They were just frozen in the ice, you know, waiting for yeah, the predators to show up. Oh yeah, uh, a bunch of omnibuses, man. Uh, Kirby, omnibus. Uh, Ramita Junior. Avengers omnibus. I guess those are the same book, just with a different cover on them. There's one with a Kirby and one with a Ramita cover. That is a huge, huge book for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, and then the Black Cat by Jed McKay omnibus for a hundred bucks. I wow. don't know who's interested in that. Not for a hundred bucks. No, I mean, not for a lot bucks. of issues. But wow, that's. I missed this series, crazy. but I never heard like enough hype around it to justify doing like a hundred dollar omnibus for it. Right. Uh, Elon in the chat, corporate buyout, Waylon uh, downsizing because that alien book. Yeah, right. Man, fucking Waylon Yutani. They just. They just fucking like open up like death machine seems to be their only business I mean, model. That you know? Every corporation, all the corporations have opened the death machine. True. We don't care. We just in these movies just yeah. like love death to have corporations fight. just like shit all over everything. Which you know, I, I get it. One corporation's death machine fight another corporation's death machine. Oh, have Robocop fight the xenomorph or something? Dude, that would be <laughs> so dope. Where's the Robocop? Well, the Whaley Yutani, like, persistently fails to control the Xenomorph, so I don't know if it yeah. really counts as their monster or not. Right. Uh, Black Panther number two, a uh, really interesting start to this series. Evel Ewing, Chris Allen on the art. Uh, it's basically Black Panther is Batman in a city in Wakanda. Uh, I mean, that's what I took from the first issue. It, it was It's okay. an interesting change in dynamic, you know, have him step away from being a king, although that does kind of separate him from something that has like an iconic part of the characters and being, diplomatic like, the head of a country. Yeah. Mm. 
That being said, I did like. Community. I thought the first issue was fun. It's kind of interesting to see it go in a new direction. Yeah. And this could this could be an interesting way to have things be for a while. Although you know, he will eventually yeah. get his crown back. I'm sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, all right, big debut over at Marvel this week. Blade number one is five bucks. Brian Hill is writing this. Elena Casagrande Ooh. is doing ah. the art. This is gonna oh, be yeah. sick. I cannot wait. Brian Edward Hill. Uh, and I want to see that splash page of him, like, decapitating vampires here. Do they have it? Oh, oh I don't even know, dude. Oh, look at that. I'm art, sure it's though. in there. Oh, this one? There you go. I mean, that's a nice one. Oh, yeah. Elena Casagrande. Um, so, yeah, we talked a lot about her when we were when they still were doing that Black Widow book from a few years ago. But she yeah. is amazing. So if you don't give a shit about blade i blade's a character that i kind of feel pretty neutral for i'm definitely picking this up for the art though yeah and brian edward hill dude he knows how to tell a damn story he knows how to do it uh jeff in the chat uh blade number one i'm really looking forward to reading just hope the story and art are good dude the art is i can is, guarantee the art is going to be great yeah the story yeah i'm just i'm just not sure uh, Eli, alien DNA was used for pharmaceuticals. In the yeah, that was a whole series. I That's, think there was like oh my the gosh. Hive, the, that was a very. I don't know how I feel was, about that because no, that I feel was, like kind of the the point of the movies was that they were just constantly messing with something that they couldn't control. I feel like their their constant failure was kind of a point of those movies. You know, well, they right. in the in the con that was the uh, right. uh, the Hive War, I think, comic. Uh, I'm just saying, whatever, you know, I just feel like that combat is kind of missing some of the point of the movie. It's where they introduce right, like the right. queen mother and everything. Uh, but, uh, but both uh, uh, Jeff in the chat and Eli in the chat say Blade looks looks really good. So, yeah. Uh, super steroids for soldiers. From the alien DNA? Holy shit. Yeah, they had oh, like Tani, you're terrible. <laughs> in the comic book, they had like a marathon or like some like 100 yard sprint and somebody got a pill, like the alien D the alien pill and basically ran so fast that he he basically when he hit the wall he exploded. Fucking oh, Wayland Utani. Even when they <laughs> succeed, they fail. Yeah, nuts, yeah, but that's man. like that's yeah. like some from like twenty five years ago. Man, thanks for bringing that's up some awesome. great memories, Eli. <laughs> uh, Pichamoko Blade cover. So Ooh, yeah, that's Pichamoko. definitely one to look out for this week for me. Uh, Deadpool Batter Blood as Life Field continues to do comics. Oh, uh, Extreme Venomverse number five uh, continues the summer of the symbiote. Uh, Moko has another cover shark? this week, and yeah, that is fucking sick, dude. I Jeff like that cover a lot. Baby shark, it's so fun. I don't give a yeah, shit about so the Venomverse, fun. but that is a really fun cover. Yeah, that's, that's cool, dude. You remember that uh, old show, some other, Street uh, Sharks? Now. Yeah, that was yeah, one of the more memorable TMNT clones, yeah. I was thinking Jabba Jaw. I was a fan of Jabba Jaw. Jabba, well, Jabba Jaw. Jaw was a Scooby-Doo clone. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they made a few of those, yeah. They uh, Colin Kelly, buggy. Jackson Lansing. Speed Buggy was another one, yeah. Jesus, I think they made serious? one of the... I think one of the, the Scooby-Doo shows like animation. made a joke about all the Scooby-Doo clones that existed at one point. There was so there was a show that had all the Scooby Doo clones in it, but it had like just about every Hanna Barbera animated character in it. It was like some like well, Olympic. Laugh Olympics would regularly have yes. that dude. Yeah. DC should really go back to that. Well, just saying. Oh, um, but hey, getting sing a rocket—that's fun. Yeah, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy number <laughs> four. Jaws parody. Yeah. 
<laughs> he was the drummer in the fucking band, dude. He was awesome. He's <laughs> Roy Schreider. Yeah, just like Eli. He was the drummer in the band. It's awesome. Anyway, yeah, I think Jacob Jaws from thing. like the '60s, not the '80s. That's real. Yeah, I think it's the '70s thing. Actually. Let, let's yeah, talk yeah, about Guardian. Sorry, we need to. Uh, Colin Kelly, seconds. Jackson, Lanzig. Uh, I would say so far in the first half of this year, easily. Colin Kelly, Jackson Lansing, best writer in, in the fucking business. Oh, right man. Now. They have been knocking it out of the park. This they Guardian series has been really fun. Uh, Captain America, or the uh, the Steve Captain America, that was fucking awesome. Star Trek. Um, Star Trek, yeah. I mean, when's the last time Star Trek has been so consistently awesome? So Actually, so Jabberjaw was from 1978, three years after Jaws. I think they were trying to capitalize on it. Nice. My mistake. Nice. I thought it was closer to when Scooby came out. Yeah. Uh, but Rocket is back. Uh, he's the only member of the team that's been missing. This has been a really uh, weird is really the only way to put it. And I mean weird by like, it's sort of just your regular average comic book. But for these characters, for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, yeah, it's all Western. It's a big departure. Yeah, it's and all. It's a, uh, we haven't really got into why yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a big spaghetti Western. Um, and I think it's just because, I mean, what else are you going to do with the fucking Guardians? Uh, it's a fun you know, approach i mean the guardians do lend themselves to kind of like the whole western like it's like an angle almost you know it really I'm does trying work. to think of the word for it but like the whole mood i guess where they're just like you know out there on their own and like you know yeah it's just like firefly so. it's just like yeah firefly. it's, all like, it it's a lot like, like a firefly firefly yeah. was the space western and this is kind of going in for that vibe yeah yeah 100 you can't take the sky from me moon Knight Groot can City because he dead. kept fucking destroying planets so <laughs> yeah uh, uh david pepos one of my favorite writers uh marcello ferreira doing this uh, little moon knight spinoff uh we're gonna talk about it more on the sunday show next week maybe depending on how much news we get but there has been an announcement that moon knight is going to die uh, but with that said, Marvel just announced two weeks ago that a character was dying, and then they are back this week. So I don't know um, what to say about that. This looks okay, though. It looks just fine. Has anyone besides and, Mark Spector or any of his personalities ever been Moon Knight? I don't know. I'm not. I, we talked about it last night because Moon Knight number twenty five came out, um, and it looked great. But I didn't read it. You know, well, yes, I, you know, we I have had know. a few people be Daredevil. We've had a few people be uh, Spider-Man. We've had a few people be Iron Man. But I don't know right. if we've ever had a non-Mark Spector or his, you know, entourage um, be Moon Knight. Yeah. So there's definitely room there to grow hmm. and have somebody else, you know, be the character. But, uh, yeah. They could we'll try to introduce um, his wife from the TV show. She could step in and be Moon Knight. That may be the I way they introduce kind of doing that. The Scarlet Scarab have her be I that. I think they're doing comics. that. I think they're doing that in one of the books, which mm. would be pretty cool. Uh, New Mutants Lethal Legion number five wraps that series. Sort of fell off this, despite the fact that New Mutants had one of its best runs ever within the last year. But... That was such a drop-off. That's the main reason I haven't been picking this up, is because after uh, Ayala left the book, it was such a drop you know? Yeah, in quality. It was so bad. Um, Spider-Gwen Shadow Clones number five wraps that miniseries. Uh, Star Wars, Dr. Aphra 34. Uh, Return of the Jedi Rebellion number one is actually one worth talking about. This is just a one-shot by Alex Segura, Matt Horick. Uh, Mon, Mothma must, Mon Mothma must die. Admiral Akbar is the only one with the knowledge of the Empire's plans to kill Mon Mothma. And her Poe 
Dameron's parents, Sharabay and Kes Dameron, to thwart the threat. Okay. That sounds cool. That sounds really freaking fun, dude. Um, it could I be. I mean, I this is a good opportunity. But it does sound fun. Yeah, it's a cool opportunity for them to get away from, like, Luke Han and Leia and, um, you know, look at some of the other people in the Rebellion. Yeah. And maybe we'll see a cute little baby baby Poe. Baby po. Who knows? He's so cute. And his little rebel diapers. Moving on. X-Men Red number three wraps up Marvel this week. Um, Al Ewing, uh, Jacopa Camagni. Uh, I'm all over this, man. This is the Iraqi shit. Uh, Annihilation, Genesis, whatever the hell her name is, is back. And it's just, look at this Iraqi mutant. Look, he just looks, he's a two-headed, like, wolf Pegasus. Centaur. Is that, no, not Pegasus, Centaur. Yeah. With <laughs> these weird blades coming out of his arms. I mean, there's a lot going guy. on there. Yeah. There's a lot. Exactly. There's a lot going on. With I think I just saw that he dies in the next panel. Or oh yeah, I he definitely dies wrong? in the next in the next panel. I mean, he's talking over himself. I mean, and yeah, he gets a a night. You know, he may not die. He because gets he's a like silver a, bullet. He's yeah, it has to be a silver bullet. Uh, he's an omega level mutant on on Mars. And it's very hard to murder them. Very hard to kill them. What is Wolf yeah, Boy's power if he's an Omega level mutant? Uh, I don't know. I guess I'll see yeah. it this Wednesday. But anyway, yeah, Next Men Red is consistently very good. So yeah, I'll definitely be checking this yeah. out. Yeah, and things are really building up. Uh, with all of the Fall of X stuff, it's really easy to forget, you know, that the shit is going on. On Mars as well. You know, with so much going on on Earth, it's really hard or really easy to forget. Um, Eli chimed in, Rebellion, just a one-shot, though. Yes, it is a one-shot. It's the only issue I was able to find of that. Uh, with that said, they might do a series of one-shots that are sort of like, you know, the same thematically. But I, I don't have, I don't know about that, Eli. Uh, and then he's calling that dude a liger. <laughs> yeah. It's a liger. Man, a lion and a tiger are like the only two animals we don't have going on here. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, X-Men Red is, is, it looks to be dope. That's definitely one I'm looking forward to. Uh, Darkwing Duck number seven continues that series. Some great covers here uh, featuring Gizmo Duck cover. Are you kidding me? Yes. Love Gizmo that, Gizmo Duck. Blather and Blatherskite. Yeah. Blatherskite. Really great series. Uh, Dynamite is just doing great things with all of their Disney properties, so really good on them, dude. Uh, and we get a new Red Sonia book coming out. It's uh, Torun Gronbeck, who, sorry, Torun, is a girl. Is a woman. <laughs> I've been thinking this person is Didn't, male. Like, some, wasn't huh. some child... For, forever. Wasn't some, wasn't some daughter oh, I did, of I do feel sexist now because I, I have no idea, but yeah, I never knew yeah. that... I've seen. I've read several of her books, and I never realized yeah. she was a woman before. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm following her on uh, Facebook now, and I'm like, oh shit, my bad. It just popped up in my thing. People you you know may know, and oh shit, that's 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 the Thor writer, you know. Yeah, uh, she did anyway, some pretty yeah. cool stories with like Loki and with Valkyrie and everything. Yeah, the Valkyrie ones were fucking off the chain, good dude. But yeah, I mean, it's just another you know Red Sonya book. You know, you know what you're getting into with Red Sonia. You know, swords. And Walter uh, Giovanni is doing the art. Say again, Dave. Swords and sorcery. Yep, swords. And sorcery. I saw people were like, there was an article talking about like the upcoming Red Sonia reboot, like movie or whatever. It's like, how the fuck does that count yeah. as a reboot? They made one terrible movie thirty years ago. It's not a reboot. Yeah. They're just 
No one gives a shit about that movie. I didn't. It I was. Didn't mind. It was Conan two point five. Is what it, it was. was. I didn't. Conan mind was the in the fucking movie, and it was still Dude, really exactly. Bad. Conan was in the movie. It didn't feel like a Red Sony movie. It felt like a Conan movie. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. But I didn't mind the the Red Sony movie at all. Uh, I'm really stoked for the new. But one. if you only threw out one movie, it's not a reboot. You know, that's all I'm saying. Sure, sure. Don't call it uh, a comeback. This one, this one, this book is getting a hitch cover. It's getting a collage cover, which always went over fans really big. It's getting a Jenny Frizen cover. Oh my goodness, it's just beautiful. A Kevin Eastman cover, and a Mike Mignola cover, dude. Are you kidding me? It's also getting oh. two blank covers. But wow, they are really pulling out all the stops just before Comic-Con for this new Red Sonya book. Oh well, yeah, and, no coincidence there, Jason. but yeah, they brought really and, brought a lot of talent to the to the yeah. to the uh project here, you know. Yeah. And again, all in preparation for the movie which was in pre-production starring Sydney Sweeney as Red Sonya, who's mm, just beautiful girl, beautiful woman. Anyway, moving on, everything else, swimsuit edition for uh, uh, a Street Fighter, always a winner, you know, Yeah, always a winner. Kind of a throwback to the old Marvel uh, 1990s, yeah. you know, X-Men swimsuit, Marvel yeah. swimsuits. Yeah. Uh, All Eight Eyes from Dark Horse is this new, not new, it's it's over now, it's the last issue. Yeah, but... it's this last issue of it. Yeah, it was building it's... up to some pretty good stuff. I mean, the cover of this one's got a giant spider on the Empire State Building. So, yeah, it's just about, like, a, a low-life kid and a bum and their dog hunting spiders in New York. And they're all that stands between New they're York. They're all that stands York. between the eight-legged freaks and the Big Apple. Yeah, right. Um, stop me if you if you want to talk about something, Dave. Well, you've already you really, already hit on you already it, yeah. you already hit on all eight eyes. So it's really hard now that so many like yeah. publishers that just a year ago were, you know, in the top are now just a bunch along with had you. their own yeah. tab. Yeah, had their, yeah own... had their own little section. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, Black. I think that's going uh, to come. I think oh, that's going to come back to bite uh, Diamond in the ass eventually. And eh, we'll see. I mean, really, who else looks at this? You know, just folks ordering books, they know what they're ordering. Stores are the ones that are suffering, and they order from all three websites. You know, there's like three different websites now to order comic books from. It's wild. Yeah. Blacksmith, uh, Key to His Heart. Yeah, Blacksmith, werewolves. Uh, Key to His Heart number two. Yeah, werewolves, werewolves. Werewolves, can't go wrong with werewolves. Love, I love that title, Blacksmith. The dude's name is Black, and it's his myth. It's really weird to me, but hey, whatever. It's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, um, there's a lot of manga in here. Okay, Destiny New uh, New York Mystic Mafia. That's a, a black. Yeah, this is a Pat Chan's new book, huh? Yeah, I I don't understand yeah. how I'm they, friends with Pat on book. Facebook. I've been reading a lot about this. Over on Luna, I'm they sorry, have Sagan. another book from Black Mask, uh, which actually is, the blurb for it sounds really cool, but it's not on here. So oh, I don't know weird. if I should recommend it. It's the Avert Your Eyes. Yeah, I haven't heard uh, of it. Uh, the, but uh, it, Black Mask, you, you know, you can't pass up Black Mask stuff. Yeah, when they put out books, they're usually, you know, top-notch, top-notch. Yeah, but this one uh, basically reads like she's a child of prophecy and she's running from, like, literal demons and she's going yeah. to New York. So, <laughs> Cool. Uh, let's see. All right, what was the next one? Uh, 
unless there's anything else in between them, uh, uh, grit and gears. Yeah, this does look interesting. Um, let me get to it. Yeah, this is issue number three. Uh, Cowboys it's on Blood and robots. Moon, so it's really hard to find. Angel Fuentes. Yeah, yeah, it's Cowboys and robots, dude. Love that shit. Man, I play this weird strategy game, like turn-based strategy game, where it is cowboy robots, and I fucking love it. So I haven't been able to find the first two issues of this, but yeah, it looks like a whole lot of fun, dude. It looks like a whole lot of fun. I'll wait oh, for did trade. you see that trailer that dropped today? The the creator? For the creator? The creator. It's by the guy uh directed Rogue One. Yes. It is uh it, it it's is... about in the future, like humans and AI robots are at war, and they yeah. finally have found the secret to the robots like winning the war, and it happens to be like this kid. And yes. a human goes in and kidnaps him, and of course he's gonna love the kid. That's really hot right now, as a kid and a, and a you know, the whole uh, man. What was that that Asian one, the Japanese one, where it's the kid and the dude? Uh, lone wolf Come and on. cub. Yeah, it's like a lone wolf and cub. Lone wolf and cub is like so hot right now, dude. Last of Us, freaking. I mean, that's the only one that comes to mind. But anyway, the creator and Delorean. Yeah, Mandalorian. You didn't even have to go oh to God, another. You didn't have to change actors. You can just go with another Pedro yeah, Pascal exactly. project. Yeah, right, right. Uh, unless you have anything in between this, the next one was Lock and Key. Welcome to Lovecraft. Uh, yeah, Lock edition. and Key coming back. Uh, this is the anniversary. Yeah, it's the fifteenth anniversary of the uh, Lock and Key series, which has spun a TV show and. Uh, movie rumors and things like that. Uh, Joe yeah. Hill, you know, book. Yeah. I actually have a convention exclusive copy of issue number one that goes mm. for like 200 bucks still. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and I love the series. It's a great series, but I'm just like, meh. But if you're, if you're, if you're into that, that's something that you can look into. You can oh, yeah. Look. It's definitely something to look out for, for sure. Uh, Especially during just, Con Week. All right. The next one I had pulled up here was The Mighty Barbarians. Yeah, that's a Number Dark four. Horse. Is that Dark? a Blaze? Dark Horse, a Blaze. Oh, a Blaze Studios, right? A Blaze Publishing. Uh, Michael Morrissey, Giuseppe Cafaro. Um, this has more been like swords of sorcery, really. Yeah, this this has just been this is like in the barbaric universe, but this is, mm-hmm. and there have been like a lot of sword and sorcery books here recently. But this one has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're they're yeah they're I, getting a whole they get a whole like Suicide Squad to go up against the dark evil that's threatening the land essentially yeah uh next book cool, just because uh, i know there's uh, it's a bit of a leap so if there's anything in between this one and the one i'm about to call out here <laughs> eli calling out <laughs> how empty comic con's gonna be this week in the chat red sony variant reveal in hall h I mean, well, Sun's gonna be in Hall H, I guess. <sighs> yeah, it's not, yeah. Um, Sunday because... is closed. They're not even doing anything Sunday, which is like I, I the don't... first time in history of this location. It's I don't, I don't think the shop will get a copy of this. But there's a book called Shit Kicker and Bullseye. Yeah, it looks. Well, weird. that's a name. I just love the yeah, name. But I don't think. I... It's a yeah, list I don't on think tap. The shop would get this either. I don't know if they'll get it. Uh, mm-hmm. Travis does surprise it's Matthew me, Dickens so. and uh, Julius Abrera. Yeah, but it. it but uh, is shit kicker the one on the bike or the uh, the woman on to the left there? I would think since the woman has uh, the gun, I would she think that shit kicker is on the bike. 
and then the girl with time the traveling cowboy resurrected from 18. Well, I just think it'd be difficult to kick shit when you're riding on a bike, though, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. That's why he's you got to the run boots. over the shit. You got to run over the shit. He's not <laughs> shit runner over. He's shit. Yeah, kicker. he's shit kicker. Shit kicker. Well, he still he has to get from shit to shit, you know, before he can kick it. He's, so... he's a. He, he on a steel horse he rides. He's a shit kicker. Yeah. I've been reading the description here. He and my God, what a fucking like trope salad this is. Legendary is Hollywood stuntman who moonlights as a time traveling cowboy is resurrected in 1899 through a wormhole in Death Valley. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so nuts, so insane. Dude. And then he goes on the biggest heist of the millennium, robbing a the treasure vault of the devil's train. I mean, what? I'm reading just... it. I'm going to find it. It sounds dope. <laughs> it, sounds it sounds so, so dope. It sounds so dope. Uh, uh, all right. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Star Trek Day of Blood number one. Uh, Cantwell, Kelly, Lanzig, uh, Roman uh, Rosanos is doing the art. This is the prelude to the big shebang where Kalis, the unforgettable, murdering gods, has created his own cult. That includes not only Klingons, but Cardassians and Romulans and holy shit. And they've created something called Catch Cell Red. If you remember the finale. Catch Cell. Catch Cell Red. Like Catch Cell White. But this the is Jim Hadar Red. drug? Red. Yes, the Jim Hadar drug. They've manipulated it and changed it to make people fucking crazy. Crazy warriors. It's like super cocaine holy for Kalis's, you know, army. Oh my god. If you remember the season, pardon me, the series finale of Voyager, where Janeway goes and gets like this crazy time travel Klingon ship. Well, they got that scientist to create the Catcher Cell Red. So he's helping Kalis. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's a nice yeah, tie-in. It's nuts, dude. I mean I mean Jim and Dar was been, bad enough with Catcher Cell White. Yeah. You've been hearing me talk about this series and the Defiant series for just months now. This one brings both of those crews finally together. And if you know anything about these crews, one of the crews has Belana Torres on it. The other one has Tom Paris on it. The whole thing is like that. You know, Data's on one crew, Lore's on the other. In this issue, they meet up finally and just have it out. Everybody has it out, but they still are all focused on stopping Kalis. And, man, it's just so well done. It's, it's fucking great. You can pick this up without having read any of the previous Star Trek books, this fills you in on all of it. Of course, there's more depth to it if you've read all the other stuff. But this is the book I was talking about earlier, Taylor, that if you wanted to, I know it's six bucks, but I really think you would get something out of this. Just seeing Data and Lore meet up and Lore like, hey, Data, didn't I do a good job? And Data like, yeah, you did all right. <laughs> I mean, it's worth it, man. It's so fun. I'll definitely consider it. Yeah, uh, of course they have a red, all red, blank uh, sketch cover. Um, yeah, it is fantastic. I read it just before showtime. That is the and second comic shit. book this week that has an all red cover. Yeah, the Red Sonia book debut has an all red cover too. That's the third comic this week that has. What's an the all second? Red what was your second one? Uh, Blade. Oh, you're right. Blade has an all red cover too. Wow, it's all it's bleeding. When you say all red, I think you're talking about Mike all red. I'm like, no, oh, wait, all red, all red, not all red. Uh, finally, from IDW, I think this is the last book you want to talk about a special one shot set in the Ronin verse. TMNT, the last Ronin lost day special. Um, 
I'm just going to skip it. Going to that well and drinking once, it was delicious, but it soured a little bit. I liked you know? Last Ronin quite a lot, but yeah, I don't think it was, I don't think it had the legs to support all these spinoff books they're oh, doing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Last week they had three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles books, the ongoing, but yeah. there was the one that was like the out of time book. Yeah. That was Did you great. Read it? Yes. Oh, really? All right, maybe yes. I'll go back Raphael, and check that out. I, I believe it was Raphael. I'm unsure exactly, but it was a Raphael from a future timeline come back in the past to kill Donatello. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, I'm checking that out for sure. I'm going to find that from last week for sure. Yeah. Uh, so a few variants for that. $8 for that Ronin book. Best of Karai continues with they, those. They, uh, they delayed the last run in so long, but they can covers. sure as hell pump out all these like tie-in books. You know. Oh, for sure. I bet they had the tie-ins just waiting. You know, just waiting for them to go. Yeah. Uh, TMNT Street Fighter number two continues that. I didn't enjoy the first one. It just felt like yeah, uh, it was you know, fine. It did. It's just like okay, let's fight. Yeah, it was. The art was great. The art was really fun. It was um, fun. Yeah, I mean, I it's it, right, it's one of those books where like you just uh, know what you're getting in for. You know, it's just it's in the title, yeah. right? You want to see the turtles fight some Street Fighter characters? Here you fucking go. You know. Yeah. No. Uh, that's true. There was true. one other book because uh, I picked up the issue one is the You've Been Canceled book. Yeah, so very I didn't book. care for the issue number one. It was it was all right. It was all right. But yeah, it's Mad than... Studios, Kurt Pyers, Kevin uh, Costanero, Costaniero. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, all right, that's y'all. There you go. Week. Man, it's a heaping helping uh, just before Comic Con. Uh, for me this week, I think it's all about Blade. I mean, I think really think that's the book I'm looking forward to the much, uh, uh, to, you know, mostly, you know, but I, I don't know. It's mostly because of the Elena Casagrande art. You know, it really has yeah. nothing to do with Brian Edward Hill writing it. I like him as a writer. Not a knock against him. Another, yeah, if there was another artist on it, I don't think I would be as compelled to pick it up. Yeah, I don't usually pick up Blade books. It's just not a character that I'm too interested in. But, yeah, yeah I'll definitely be picking it up for the art for this one. Yeah. I uh, will be picking it up on Mitchell your Stoke. recommendation. And Void Rivals number two for sure. Say again, Dave. I will be picking you for some reason. I don't know. I, I will be picking up Blade based on your recommendation. Yeah. Oh, nice. You can talk about that on Sunday. Yeah. Vicious Circle uh, number two looks cool, right? Yes. Uh, what about Hawk Girl? Hawk Girl debut. We kind of glanced over it a little eh, bit. Maybe. Eh, I don't know. The fact that like mood. it's just a bunch of Night Terror stuff from DC, otherwise that. That clears off some room for me to maybe pick it up, but I'm not really good sure. Good call. Good call. Good call. There's also that uh, Teen Titans one shot where they're looking at all the individual characters. Tales of the Titans, it's called. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, all the regulars, Guardians, you know, yep. X-Men Red. Jeez. The Red Sonya book, eh, I don't know. I'm not picking that up. I doubt I'm picking that up. But... Yeah, it is an awesome week uh, for comics, y'all. Uh, man, it's Comic-Con week. Thanks for listening. It's going to be a busy one. Uh, come back Sunday. We're going to talk about uh, all of these books that were really good. Uh, and just, I just expect a full, you know, like just blasting through announcements and shit like that. I don't know. Week. What do you mean? I don't know. If this is gonna, I don't know if this is going to be as as awesome as, as you think it is. 
this convention. What, Comic-Con? Well, comic, yeah, comic-wise, Comic-Con? it's got to be. That's all they fucking I mean, got. There's not going to be a lot of movie stuff, but no, we usually don't talk about it anyway. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there'll be plenty of comic things to talk about, which is all we would have been talking about anyway. Foolish, yeah. David. Foolish anyway, David. well, we have uh, talked about comic movies. Foolish, and David. We have here and there, here and there. Uh, Jeff in the chat, great preview show, fellas. Void Rivals number two and Blade, definitely my two faves this week. Good callouts, dude. Both really good books. I really think, especially if you're a G1 cartoon fan, you are going to love the the final page of Void Rivals. Um, is it yeah, Unicron? Definitely. It's not. Of course. Yeah, in the second issue, it's Unicron. Uh, <laughs> if you like what we're doing, check out Comic Book Bullies. Eli was in the chat earlier. Uh, him and Leroy do a, comp- a pop culture show every Sunday night. Uh, their show last night was good. It was good. They talked about Tom Cruise. You're like, you know, oh, he's running. Anyway, uh, check them out. If you, <laughs> Tom Cruise is always running away if from If you himself. want links to the bullies <laughs> and everything they got going on and everything we got going on at outrightgeeker.com. Links to all the socials, all the vids, all the audits, all the good stuff. Uh, check out the group, the Facebook group. Andy's over there running that. He's doing a really good job. Um, so, yeah, again, thanks for hanging out already. Most of all, thanks to these jokers for hanging out with this joker. Always a pleasure. Indeed. We're going we're gonna to do it again next time. Same gig time, same gig channel! Now what am I saying? It's that damn Star Trek.